said, you can count on me. I'ma lock it down. I'm swinging for the fence. I'ma knock it out. You can ask around. I always put it down. Everything I do, I always shut it down. You can count on me. Yeah. Oh, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, world? What's up, world? What's up, world? What's up, world? I am the humble Will K, the motherfucking king. Alongside C, motherfucking Wade. Back at it one more time. We never left. And this is, and this is Down with the King podcast. Shouts out to Triad and um, us on the beat. <laughs> Shameless bud, but you know we had to do it to Right. So, as we said before, this is the Down with the King podcast, back like we ever left, as always. Yeah, yeah. Um, back to talk shit. That's shoot the breeze on the mic, yo. Do here. Um, a lot of things have happened in the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of shit to go over. Uh huh. First of all, uh-huh. um, if you didn't see the announcement on our page, we got that Twitter, bag, yo. On the Twitter. The Twitters. The Twitter machine. The Twitters. On, on the Twitter um, machine. The Twitterverse. Um, on the Instagrams. On the uh, Instagram. The Instagram world. The Twitter on machine. The Facebook. The Book of Faces. The Book of Faces. Um, we are officially on on Spotify. Round of applause for us. Ow! Yes! Woo-hoo! Yes! yes. <sighs> oh my god! Uh, so with that being said, we are now available on all your most we, you know we out here we, we out here we everywhere now. iTunes got that Google Play got it all that Spotify we got it all that um so with that being said World check domination. us out on that on all of those platforms also we never really do this before but I guess I feel like we need to start doing this so you listen to the podcast you got an opinion you got a thought. That is you got now. a question, or you know you want something. You want us to touch on something, talk about something on the podcast. Um, you can email us at down with the king podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram at down with the king podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter dwtk pod. Um, whichever you want to do, hit up hit us up on Facebook as well. We want y'all to be interactive with us. We, you know, we're always able. You know, we're always listening for you know whatever you guys want to touch on and whatever thoughts you have. Um, you know, we talk shit, and you know, we don't have a problem with y'all want to talk shit with us. So with that being said, let's um, let's, let's discuss some some things. Well, first, what's been up with you, Chris? What's been up with you, C. Wade? Man, I'm. Not the usual working and you know just saw my mom so her birthday tonight so shout out to my mom happy birthday to Seaway's mom yeah yeah so you know just just a whole lot of family stuff it's always a good thing you know I'm glad the you know the wife let him out the crib and shit you know Seaway uh, so don't get to get out in the much and all that so it's you know crying really? fuck anymore really right? this 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 is we you gonna put the statement <laughs> on me right now you gonna put the statement on me right so now with the- <laughs> Wait, shit. <laughs> look, look, hey, look, so ain't shit been going on with me, though. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, you, y'all know you were a solo flyer. So. You know, regular nine to five shit, you know, what I do. Yeah, you know, um, we, both, we both workers. We both workhorses. We, you know, we find the time to... And to this shit make us rich. Yeah, you know, we try to get that bag, yo. Check it the bag. which I have more time to do shit. Mm-hmm. And talk shit. So with that being said... It's been a lot, like you said, been a lot going going on since the last time we talked to you guys. So we want to get when to get to it. 
Let's get right First to thing it. I want to touch on is Big Pill Cosby. Big Pill. Oh, bitch, old Cliff. Old Big Cliff, pill. old motherfucker. Old druggy man. Old, old, old druggy McFadden. OG Clifford. So, uh, Mr. 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 Huxtable. Mr. Pudding Pop, dog. Mr. Pudding Pop. Pudding. Got sentenced to three to ten years. Mm. Round of applause for the legal system. Woo! Hell yeah. So look, um, I've been very vocal about my feelings about Mr. Cosby and his um his uh his recent um discretions. Um this is years of discretion. Yes, yeah, he finally caught up with his ass. Yeah, yeah. In, in his eighties, which no, I don't give a fuck. When you get caught, as long as you get caught, mm-hmm. skeletons um, the are system finally back, worked right? for on for change, and and you know what, it got his ass, and you gotcha. know I get it. You know, so first of all, I'm gonna kind of get this shit off first. He deserved to go to fucking jail. Mm-hmm. He should have been in jail. Mm-hmm. He's been skating by on this shit for years. For decades of drugging women and not consensually, and not and not going and getting um getting doing anything happening to him for it. So, and so you have reality is this sexual assaults. Um, a lot of them don't get reported. Nope. Because for for situation like this, because um the narrative that has come out and and black people we got to kind of figure out what we want because. We can't, we can't complain. Here's my my first thing. I'm kind of I want to keep my thoughts together on this, so I'm I'm gonna start here. We can't say all these white people get off, but no black people ever get off because that's a bold face. Yeah, it's always been a two. It's always been two way street. R. Kelly out here locking bitch up and bitches up in sex cults. Mm. Still, Ray Lewis got off. OJ got off. OJ got off. Big it time. took us another fifteen years to get OJ ass. Mm-hmm. So and we know OJ killed them. Everybody know OJ so, did that. So y'all can't say no black people get off. The reality is, if you're rich and black, you're more likely to get off. And to some degree. What, and that's what happened with Cosby. He was rich and black, and so he got off. And that's why he got off. So y'all can't sit here and try to compare situations with regular people, regular everyday people, and say, why did this person get off but these other people didn't? Because you can't say it's that... It's a whole oh, different why, why, Yeah, that's that's one thing. Second of all, you can't say, well, Bill got off. Why Bill go to jail? Young these other white people. I said, nigga, they just got Jerry Sandusky. Granted, it took him years. It took them just as long as it took to get Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. They finally got Jerry Sandusky. They got the fucking dude at fucking Michigan State. Mm-hmm. They got fucking Jared from fucking um, Subway. Subway yeah. So you can't say that they don't get no white people for this shit. The difference was those fuckers were messing with kids. And that's, that's it. The motherfucker in our community that messed with kids got off, and that's our motherfucking Kelly. Bill Cosby drugged grown-ass women grown-ass for women. years. He even joked about it in his fucking comedy and interviews like it was a regular normal thing. Because my thing is this. You motherfuckers keep telling me that those women were willing participants. And this is why I say you motherfuckers don't understand what consent means. Because mm-hmm. my thing, and the thing is about consent is this. 
whether a woman was in that hotel room willingly, once you drug her, uh, best her up. You've already taken at that point nothing is willing because you've taken her her ability to take say no. Mm-hmm. Because even at some point, because a woman has the right to change her mind, up until the point where you and you put it, yo, you fucking um fucking penetrate her. If she says no, nigga, you need to get the fuck off of her, right? So with that being said, if any point before y'all y'all start fucking and you drug her. At that point, you you've taken away her ability to say no. So well, you take away her ability to do anything, right? So at that point, you didn't. You can't just say, "Oh, well, you know, she was there willingly." Motherfucking no. Because uh, if that's the case, if she was willing, why'd you have to drug her? Right. What is it about your freaky old ass that you needed to drug women? Okay. Because if they were willing, why did the Quaaludes come into a play in the first fucking place? Yeah. Because. Yeah. Cause if, if you, you cause if, if you die if you if you DCF there is no need for for additions no no drugs or anything like that. And if you motherfuckers that don't know what Quaaludes do to people, I don't watch even the know. scene. Educate. Watch the scene, um, and I can't remember Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, there is a scene where Leonardo DiCaprio was fucked up on Quaaludes so much that he is literally crawling his lifeless body. Drooling at the mouth from his fucking Lamborghini to the house. He can't move his legs. He is barely moving. He literally looks like a fish trying to like trying to get back to That's him. literally how he looked. Damn. So if you want to see how somebody looks when they're drugged on Quaaludes, watch that movie. Watch that scene. So then you look at that fucking scene and you tell me that's okay for a man to drug a woman to the point where she looks like that. That is not and okay. And say that's consensual fucking sex. That is not it okay. It is not. And any motherfucker that tells me that, I question you. I question your treatment of women. Question I your overall you judgment children, and logic. I question what you're raising your children to, um, to believe. Because motherfucker, if you believe that is consensual, then you know what? I got some fucking fresh water front property to sell you in fucking Brightmoor. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> so that's my frustration, and I've been seeing this because you guys. And so then you get people that say, well, "What about Harvey Weinstein? And what about so and so? What about so and so?" Well, first of all, they've been trying to get Bill for years. Right. That nigga been getting. No, it's not because was, of him trying to buy CBS. Oh, first of all, let's get back to that shit. Is, this nigga never had enough money to buy NBC. Is that, That's the yeah, first, NBC, NBC. first bullshit y'all need to shut the fuck up about. Second of all, he the time that he was it was even a thought. This nigga was trying to put together a group to buying NBC. They never could get the money together, and that shit happened in 1993 when nobody's NBC wasn't even up for sale. It was a random ass question his and his lawyer were talking about, and so they said, "Let's just see what they say." And they said, "We're not for sale anyway." First of all, you Bill ain't never had billions of dollars to buy fucking NBC. You know who At did his- have that kind of money? Michael Jackson. At any point in his career, he ever at his peak, he was worth five hundred, a half a billion. At his peak, at, at the most. At no point did he have enough money to buy NBC. But you motherfuckers want to believe whatever conspiracy that makes you feel better about yourselves, and that's fine. You go ahead. Um, 
you plug you probably the same motherfuckers that think Tupac's still alive, and that's fine. I get you. Yeah, can we? You, you no, touch on that? I don't really want to. I'm not going to acknowledge anything to show next Sunday. I just, no, I just no. find that no. Maybe that's, you want to say that shit since died. I, I, I find that funny because Tupac those like pictures are mad dated. That picture of him and, and they blurry as shit. Yeah, why are these pictures blurry? That's what I'm saying. We like, even had like really. That's what I'm saying. Really. Oh, like, like, ass. That that one, one picture of uh, him and Fifty. That's mad dated. Fifty don't wear do rags no more. Even then, Tupac wasn't allowed when Fifty was out. Exactly. So that's so bullshit. What you mean? It was a fucking fake ass picture. It was blurry as shit. If if that picture was real, it wouldn't be as blurry. Nah. And this is coming from him. He's a graphic designer, so I guess he would know. I would know. Raw right. off rip. That is fake, bruh. So. Besides that, you motherfuckers believe anything y'all hear. And because it fits whatever narrative y'all want to spit, y'all just fall for it. Because, as you know, if it's on the internet, it must be true. Right. And so, so I'm going to bring up something, but I'm going to hold off on it. Oh, boy. So, look. That's my honest face. You really want to go in. So, here's the thing. So, you (laughs) niggas keep telling me he was about to... Thing is this if if that was true and they this is all because he wanted to buy NBC right that happened in if it that happened supposedly 1994 years it's about to be well it's 2018 it's 2018 so you mean to tell me 24 years later 24 years later they still trying to y'all still trying 24 to 24 uh, years later come on son 24 years later 24 they still really 20, 20 24 years later like oh shit, you know what we didn't get this nigga bill really <laughs> really so they so y'all just up and decide oh let's put yeah, a trick. Like, let's get this nigga let's now. go get him now after he's lived a long and full life so let's how old so how old is he now he's like 90 90? like 82 83 so, so they you tell me they was like you know what let's wait till that nigga 83 right let's him. wait till he cause don't... that's gonna really benefit us Bill ain't even in, as powerful as he was back then right so why the fuck would they wait this long y'all niggas is dumb as hell dumb as hell but you know what and then like I said y'all bring up the whole, whole, whole Harvey Weinstein thing first of all Harvey Weinstein just got charged not even a year ago right this is still fresh. This shit takes a while when you're rich to go to court. His trial is coming up. Because the difference between... Cosby shit been going on for years. It took years for... And this was a retrial. Mm-hmm. So, it took years it's, to it's, get this shit a, to court. It's a retrial you know, like on a retrial. Shit, y'all shit, y'all like this shit had happened overnight. Right. It didn't. It didn't. This this is cutting through all the red tape that he's had, all the uh, allegations. And you need hard evidence. And then the thing also about this is this. So the other thing they always talk about was these women, they wanted something for him. They wanted fame and shit like that. The woman he got convicted for had nothing. She wasn't no Hollywood actress. Exactly. This was a girl, that, a woman that worked at the fucking uni- at Temple University. She wasn't, she wasn't nobody. Alma mater. She wasn't nobody. She wasn't no, oh, no fucking celebrity or anybody like She was somebody, she, he, she looked up to him as like a mentor and, and took advantage of her. The one person that did... Uh... Come out and say, yeah, I probably made something that was Janice Dickinson. That was the only famous person. Yeah, and like this out of the whole crowd of women. That's the thing; they don't do no research because the woman he actually got convicted for was not a fucking celebrity or an actress or any kind of it. Right, it's just regular ass people. She was a she was a employee at the fucking university, 
that she looked to him as kind of like a mentor, mm-hmm. which is the reason why she trusted him. That's the university he's given millions of dollars to. That's his alma mater. Right, that's, yep. So, and the school is the one that made her not say anything initially. Because um, it turns to They tried to suppress that shit. Mm-hmm. So, let's be clear. Y'all niggas need to get y'all story straight and can figure out what the fuck y'all want. Because y'all get my goddamn Fat shit. Y'all make my brain itch. And I'm, I'm tired of you niggas. Um, and then the Harvey Weinstein thing. Harvey Weinstein's gonna get his. You know why Harvey Weinstein's gonna get his? Why? Because he pissed off a bunch of famous white people. Oh yeah. You got famous white people, powerful famous white people that are like, fuck Harvey. And and when white people done with your when shit, white your shit. Oh, he's definitely getting. Harvey is <laughs> Harvey is definitely going to jail. Oh yeah. Y'all niggas want no Harvey's going to jail. Why he's going to jail? Let's be clear, because he ain't pissed off a bunch of famous mm-hmm. rich ass white people. So guess what? He going to fucking jail. If if white people are done with your shit, you're done. He's for definitely it. going to. <laughs> Definitely going to so jail. y'all ain't got shit to worry about. If that's what y'all want, that's the whore, that's the fucking sword y'all want to die on. Harvey is definitely going to jail. Next. Done. So y'all can talk about all these people that ain't going to jail. And, and also another thing. Just because one person gets off don't mean Everybody that other people off. should get off. Right. Like, okay, OJ got off. OJ got off on technicality. He got no. He got. He got acquitted, and then the first. Thing he That's got, what I mean. Like he found, but what he had the gloves, shit, blah blah blah, whatever. But also part of the reason OJ got off when you watch the fucking documentary is probably because the black people wanted him to get off. Yeah. Even though he ain't fuck with black people. Yeah. 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 So it's funny how it's like it's this whole thing and it's, and it's this whole mentality that look, I understand. I get the system is skewed against black people. I get it. It is. We know that Every, It's common knowledge is the, It's common knowledge That the system that. is skewed Whether against but. Some people will admit that They know that mm-hmm. We all know that But that does not mean That because the system Is skewed against us That when someone Who did some fucked up shit Gets convicted Now we gotta say Well fuck it Why him and not this other person mm-hmm. Cause you know what Guess what? I know a plenty of y'all motherfucking cousins who and kill plenty of niggas in the streets that's walking around here free right now. And yeah, that just happened yesterday. So <laughs> what the fuck? He got off, or so and so got off, or your cousin, um, cousin, your cousin, Johnny baby from around daddy, the corner got off. Man got so off. because he got off, there's a nigga shit. Like what? This shit should make sense. That shit make sense. Everybody who's done a criminal fucking act. Or is taking a, or who was fucking pre, um been a uh, has been a predator or any shit should go to fucking jail. Simple but I forget. Yeah, yeah. Anybody you jail, who's, anybody who's done that shit allows you to get time. executed. You should get executed, nigga. They should get castrated for all I fucking care. I will fuck, but the nigga should not be free to do this shit again. And that's what y'all don't seem to understand. Because the last thing we need is people roaming the streets touching on your kids, and then you gonna wonder why your kids all fucked up. And maybe. And maybe it's me. Now, I had my father. So I never looked up to Bill Cosby as a father figure. I'm sorry, I just didn't. Did you ever look up to um, Cliff as your uh, as a father no. figure? No. Oh, that's fine. I just saw him as the guy who was selling Jello pudding pops for 50 years. Right, so. <laughs> that's it. He, he, wasn't no, he wasn't no revolutionary to me. Exactly. He was just a guy who just got me shit on like black people. <laughs> right. That nigga, Bill Cosby don't fuck with us. That nigga talked down to black people for years. Matter of fact, that he, nigga, if you listen to stories by D.L. Hugo, I was about to bring that hated, up. Hated D.L. Hugo. All the shit y'all think is funny, he didn't like. 
the nigga probably didn't like Martin because he damn sure didn't like Martin's but comedy. He, hate, he hated so Def Jam. He hated Def Comedy Jam. He hated Def Comedy Jam. So all the comedians that y'all all fans of that cursed and shit. Bill Cosby like, hated every one of them. None of them niggas. None of them niggas. That nigga tried to get niggas shows taken off the air. Yep. He talked down to black people saying we deserve to die for stealing fucking pound cake. He he went all kinds of dumb shit he put out there. So for you niggas to defend him, even though he ain't fuck with none of y'all, is beyond me. So let DL like tell you, he almost got his show shut down because, you know, the comedy made about, um, if I say nigga, women... Still keep their clothes well, on. Well, no, that was because, yeah, because basically what happened is, and, and you can look it up. Yeah, it's, um, it's Dio, had a ra- Dio had a radio show, and so they were getting Bill on it, but Bill didn't want. He didn't want to get on. He didn't, well, he didn't want Dio on the show. Right. He didn't, so, well, he didn't so want Dio to interview. He didn't want Dio to interview, so Dio didn't say shit while his, his co-host interviewed Bill. And so he was being disrespectful as shit. Mm-hmm. Being an asshole in them to the point where Dio got pissed off. He was like, "Man, hold up, dog. Yeah, what is your problem, right?" He's like, "Who is that? DL? DL? Yeah, he didn't want to use nigga. Blah 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 blah." And he was like, "He's like, yeah. When I use the N word, at least uh, uh, some some um, co-ed don't wake up um don't, don't wake up wake with up. no memories, amnesia and shit." Like, and we paraphrasing on that. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he said. Yeah. The reality is this: niggas been knowing about Bill all for years. He been getting off and getting away with that shit. And the funny thing is, all this shit started and came back up. Thanks to Hannibal Burris. Yep, shout out to Hannibal. All this shit came up because Hannibal Burris told a joke <laughs> in a nightclub. And somebody yeah. just happened to po- uh, post online. Yeah. And all hell broke loose. But the you know what? I open. Happy. <laughs> it happened. Because you know what? That nigga deserved to go to jail. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, you black people don't seem to understand. There wasn't white people that brought this shit back up. It was a black, black man. Black people knew this <laughs> shit was going up. on. It's the same thing that black people in Chicago know about fucking R. Kelly. Hell if yeah. you go ask anybody that's from R. Um, no, um, um, Chicago, they will tell you about this nigga R. Kelly. And and they will defend R. Kelly to Everybody go knows about R. Kelly and his shit. Everybody knows it. So y'all niggas just dumb. Do we need to bring up the Pied Piper era again? I'm not going to even get into R. Kelly. We didn't touch on that nigga enough time. He didn't touch on another children for all you know. Pied Piper. And so, getting off that. And it's, it's, it kind of makes me um okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of transition a little bit and segue into another thing and only because it kind of fits in the, the same thing and it's more about this whole idea of support and fandom mm. in general because there seems to be this idea that you can be a fan of something you can be a fan of someone mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I support everything you do I could be a fan of your talent. I could be a fan of what you produce as far as whether it's art, whether it's music, whether you're an athlete. I could be a fan of what you have the ability to do Mm -hmm. and the results you produce from that ability you have. Mm -hmm. But that does not mean I have to support everything you do. Biggest example of that is Kanye West. (sighs) Because, and I'm only using him because he's been in the news. It's all because well, the album's coming out. No, it's not even that. I mean, come out until like November. He pushed that shit back. It ain't the point. Well, I know, but I know he pushed it back. But, but they ain't the point, like, because even when Chance was on the um, Joe Budden podcast, he talked about it. This is all that happened before that. But whatever the case may be, my thing is this. I don't agree with his support of Trump. 
I don't agree with. While I will say this, the one thing you have to understand about Ye is Ye's delivery has always sucked. Mm-hmm. He is a very emotional being, and he just kind of says whatever comes to his mind. He doesn't think to articulate it clearly. Yay, like, Ye is not good with best, the English he's language. He's not the best communicator. Musically, he can communicate the music and things like that, but when it comes to him just talking, Kanye has never been the best communicator. I can relate so there to are that. certain <laughs> things that he says that on face value I can understand where everybody's like, what the fuck is wrong with him? But I usually understand what he's trying to say. I just know he also doesn't know how to deliver it the proper way. Right. That's on most things. However, recently no just in general um, the hat thing I can't get with because I, I'm, not, is, I'm not about you to you know that it hurts people I'm sure people of countless people your friends or people around you have told you how would affect that hat has um toward how black people feel about the hat mm-hmm. so if you continue to wear it you're basically kind of giving the middle finger to how they feel and if you don't know what hat we talking about we talking about the MAGA hat fuck that hat whatever fuck the case is, he needs to understand that and if he doesn't understand there, he just doesn't care, then whatever. But you need to just say that. The other thing is... this. I'm not going to get into the whole slavery thing because that's a whole other debate. Yeah. Like I said, most people who know Kanye or even like Kanye or care about Kanye or are fans of Kanye... We we give Kanye a certain level of we give Kanye a lot of rope. Yep, we just do. Yep, um, because a lot of us were inspired by Kanye. We have been with Kanye since he started, and kind of his whole rise, his whole grind. We all experienced like, we, that. We we've, we've been through him with the, so with the John kind, Wire we kind of lived it through him. And I think so. When you kind of go through all these different things and all these ebbs and flows of someone's life like that with them as a fan. You kind of like, okay, we riding with him. At the same time, I haven't always agreed with things Kanye said. At the same time, there's also things about like Kanye said. I, I didn't necessarily, I didn't disagree with him because I also understand what he was trying to get across. Mm. I speak Kanye. Let's just say that. I do. It's a language that you have to understand. Everybody doesn't get it. It's, it's, uh, a, it's, a, it's only it's a few just, people who can decipher it's just, Kanye. It's, it's, yeah, sometimes you have to sift through the bullshit because sometimes there's a lot of bullshit on face value. But... My only point of bringing up Kanye is just like there's this high, whole idea that from a fan of something, you could be a fan of someone, a fan of their art, and still not like them. I support everything you do. Now, with that being said, though, um, with the whole Bill Cosby thing, you can say you were a fan of Bill Cosby as as he's as the Uxtables, Keith Cuthuxtable. You can be a fan of some of the things he's done in the, his his community. All these things. He said this. However. If that person's a horrible human being? No. Because you know what? You ever seen New Jack City? Oh, uh, yeah. Did you see the, um, ep- the the scene where um, Nino and them um, was giving away turkeys and shit at mm-hmm. Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. They were doing good things in their, um, their community, right? They were, oh, it was great. But... Turkeys, but you know what? Around the corner, they probably shot somebody for not paying them their money. Matter of fact, didn't they get old dude from the top four and had him stripped naked and right. shot him in front of everybody? So... On one turkey day? Right. <laughs> So, my thing is this. A person that you look up to... Also, just this thing on rape culture in general. Mm. What you people need to understand is this. Because I've heard people say, well, they should have said something sooner. 
who said they didn't. But my you, thing is you, this. You can't you also say anything to, you, if you're drugged up. But it's not even that. I'm talking about like saying how like Bill Cosby raped me or Bill Cosby assault. First and foremost, this is the thing y'all need to understand about rape culture or rape in general. I have no women who have been sexually assaulted. It's not easy for them to talk about. It's right. just not. It's not something. It's, it's a hot women that go years without touching on that. Also, the thing about it you got to understand too is this. The, the overwhelming majority of sexual assault happens with someone that you trusted on some level. Mm. Someone that you let into your life or your your inner circle of some kind. It's not usually a one-off thing where it's somebody you just met that night. It's not. There, of course, those instances happen. But the overwhelming majority of sexual assault happens with someone you're familiar with. Mm. Someone you know. And it's someone that you have tr- you've built, you've learned to trust on some level. It could be a family member. It could be a fucking family friend. It could be a person, a friend or a mentor. Someone who you trust to be around in certain situations that you probably wouldn't trust the average stranger. So with that being said, when someone like that takes advantage of you, takes advantage of the trust that you have in that person, Mm -hmm. that's not something that's hard to just come to grips with. It's just like if you get betrayed by your friend, somebody you've known all your life and they betray you, that's you, you, not there's something no coming back you can just you can just get over. There's no coming back. But just back imagine, not only did that person that you trusted betrayed you, they took something from you right. that you can't get back. They violated you. They violated. Not only did they violate your trust, they violated as a, as a your, woman, they violated your body and your and your mind. That's not something you can just. You can't just bounce back from You that. can't just get over that. Some women never get over it. Nope. And the women that do, they don't talk about it because it's not something they just want to sit there and just bring up. Right, that's something you so, got to that's something you got to be prepared for. Right. So with that being said, for you people saying well, these women should have said something, these women should have come out and talked about it, blah 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 this, blah blah. Again, blah, that. you you You're back on the Quavo thing. You can't do But much I'm talking about you... after the fact. And even oh, after. then I'm talking about after the fact, after it happens and people are saying, Well, why didn't they um come out and say anything about it then? I said most of these women did. The problem you need to understand is this also the, the person that took advantage of him was Bill motherfucking Cosby. Cosby. How do you say that you, about Bill, uh, Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby was the most powerful man in Hollywood at, at that time. You motherfuckers don't believe it now. But back he then, he ain't been powerful in twenty years. Back then, Bill at was the a heavyweight. Powers? What you expecting them to come out then and say shit? And because you know what, all this shit y'all giving them now, it would have been a hundred times worse back then. Mm-hmm. This shit would have got buried as soon as they came out and tried to say something. It might have been one report and that shit would have got through to the side. You wouldn't hear about it again. Because wouldn't nobody believe it? No one will believe them or people will say no point in bringing it out because no one's going to believe it. You might as well just keep it to yourself. Don't even bring it out. Because, and the thing is, some of the women who actually did have careers, their careers would have been over. Yep. Smash. Because for every, because like with him being as powerful as he was, all he had to do was make a fucking phone call and it yep, went over it. for them. So y'all don't understand that. That it's one thing to do it. It's people that their uncles or a family friend has has a, a, assaulted them in some way when they were younger or whatever the case may be. 
they, it's the same way as if it's just like that uncle that everybody loves. And then somebody comes out and say, yeah, he touched me when I was like a kid. Nah, you say kidding. it? Nah. nah. Not Uncle Jimmy. Nah. nah. Uncle I love Jimmy Uncle Jimmy. Girl, stop tripping. You just playing. He probably was just hugging you. You just lying. We just, just witnessed that with shit with, at the fucking um, Aretha Franco's funeral. Mm. With, uh, with the fucking pastor groping on fucking uh, uh, Ariana. Ariana Grande. Yep. That shit was inappropriate. You can see her face. She was like, oh shit, what the fuck is going on? Exactly. Like, she was so not down with it. It's the same thing. And she there was, was people still defending him. Like, oh, he went, no. That nah, nigga was nah. groping her. I'm sorry. Nah, he First got all, he the he whole thing. He went from calling her a fucking food, <laughs> saying she he thought she was something from Taco Bell, then he <sighs> went to groping her body. We got to do better. When she dog. didn't want it and she was, it was un- uninvited. We got so, to do better. If you motherfuckers will defend that, I have no trust in you. I have no you. You can't sit here and then say to me, "Well, these women should have said something." When you're defending men who are clearly predators. Well, if you're Ariana Grande, you just got groped on live national TV. Right, and it's just like y'all don't understand. And I think, like I said, I get it. I think it is is that we're so programmed. I think in rape rape culture is such a... Because I remember when the whole Bill Cosby frame first came back up, and I remember I was in new hire training back when I first started my job. Mm And I auto and the thing is what it drove me crazy because it was nothing women in the class except for one person. And all the women were like telling me I was wrong. <laughs> like they were telling me, Well, no, those women, those bitches is crazy. They wanted it. All right, so- Why is it and it's like the victim blaming from women is the thing that always confuses the hell out of me. Kristen that's, turned his phone on. That's on a guy, right, yeah. right. So he called me the last time for not doing that for my phone. Do we so know that? Do so we I know feel like I should always get him back for that shit. So, all right, that's one on one. We even, motherfucker. So look, but no, it's like it's that's the thing I think that really crazy. It's crazy to me is that women will be defending Bill Cosby, and I'm like, really? Yeah, that's the crazy really? part about it. All right, and it's and it's fucked up. And I, I'm like, man, I hope you guys are teaching your daughters this shit, cause that's fucked up. It's fucked. Up. I just want everyone. It, whether you're a, whether you have daughters, whether you have a, a son, shame on you. Teach them what consent is, please. It don't it never tell never tell them boys will be boys and all this None other of that shit. bullshit. That's consent that's bullshit. Is a consent is a real thing, and you need to teach your sons and daughters what consent is. No means please. no. Program no that does not into mean brain. yes. It never is meant yes. I don't give a fuck if y'all been in a long term because there are women in marriages for years that have been raped by their husbands because reality is I don't care if you are in a fucking relationship I don't care if you've been in a 20 year marriage if a woman tells you no motherfucker it means no rape is rape because her marrying you does not give her give her that does not give up the rights of her body to you right that's, that's not a green light it on doesn't, anything it doesn't it doesn't I don't care anybody says and you can argue me up and down about that shit if you putting a ring on some woman's finger and her taking your last nine does not entitle you to her body whenever you want it because if she decides she doesn't want to have sex with you then damn it then she's allowed to do that I don't give a fuck what the fucking situation is and if you got a problem with me saying that then we can argue this shit all motherfucking day and I will continue to take my stance catch these verbal hands consent does not change consent is necessary and all you people need to teach your children 
sons or daughters with consent is shit. Some of you adults need to read and learn what consent is. Because a lot of you clearly don't know. Well, these are the same people that can't speak English good on the internet. So, well, I'm not gonna get to so that. I so, have no faith in them learning what no means no is. Right. So with that being said, I'm gonna get off of that shit. Um, but it's funny because one of the things I came up with, and I it was kind of more of a um. such thing as being too woke mm, too woke being too woke so and what I mean by that is this so there was a post and I think Pete Rock posted it and I love Pete Rock I usually yeah, I Pete, love his, Pete I love Rock his is one of my favorite his, producers of yeah, all time Pete Rock is a legend you know and I love Pete Rock if you don't know who Pete Rock is pause it right now do your research they reminisce over you best thing I can tell you and most of Nas's first album. And, and, and the name of our podcast, Down with the King. Also produced oh, yeah, by Pete Rock. <laughs> with that being said, um, so Pete posted this post, and it was a post with a bunch of um, mug shots of famous black men who have gotten locked up. Um, T.I. was on there. I think T.I. was on there. DMX was on there. Jay Z was on there. Just, just a lot of bunch of famous black men who have all been arrested at some point or another. Right. And his caption basically alluded to the fact that this is what they do to our black men. They're targeting us. Blah 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 blah. And my thought about that was this: every one of them niggas that did that shit on on those on the dumb monkey mugshots edition. Jay Z stabbed Lance Lance on Rivera. He admitted to the shit in his book. Yep. And he talked about him songs. Mm-hmm. What's so it's, it's like it's not it's not like, like he has anything to hide. He said T, he did it. <laughs> Ti was trying to make a gun deal for fucking assault rifles. That shit happened. That that happened. That was legit. He yep. went to federal prison. Yep. That wasn't. It wasn't just somebody targeting him. This nigga he went did that to, to make, himself. He went to make a fucking gun deal during a awards weekend. What the fuck? Hey, come on, dog. And I say that to say this. Look, again, I repeat, the system is skewed against black men. I get it. I get it. I fucking get it. But, but you niggas can't just be out here really nearly posting dumb shit like that. And it's funny because I went to look back for the post and I guess he deleted it. It's, it's Maybe gone. some people was like, nigga, really? Because reality is this. I can get it if it's a situation where, look, somebody just really got railroaded. And I don't agree with the verdict, and I feel like this nigga should have got, you know, he, he didn't get his just, his, um, it wasn't just cause, all that shit. Mm-hmm. But you can't post a picture of a bunch of niggas that actually did it, that actually did the crime. Right, and admitted and to did, it. Admitted to crimes, and then say, oh, well, they trying to target our black men. No, these no, niggas did this no, shit. No. <laughs> I love Hov. That nigga stabbed him. He Why poked that nigga for bootlegging his album. We all know this. Yeah, this what would you story. do if somebody was bootlegging your album? <laughs> he did that. Nobody did it to him. <laughs> what, what would nobody you do? Put, nobody told DMX to get addicted to drugs. Nope. Nobody told DMX to impersonate a fucking federal agent. Twice. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> nobody told him to do that. Nope. Nope. Like, nobody told these niggas to do this shit. The shit that you, you talking about, all of these niggas went to get arrested for legitimate things they did. And it was did. self-inflicted. So... Look, I get it, and that's why I say it's a such thing as being too woke, too woke. Because being like being, you know, I understand you want to be aware of all the things that are doing in this world that are against black men, and I get that. But you can't just come out and say every black man is innocent, and it's just a system. Because they ain't, ain't nobody. Because them niggas is all rich, mm-hmm. and they all get dumb shit. 
Cause Snoop did Snoop was one of the niggas too. Snoop was on there. There was a bunch of niggas that all these niggas did shit. And it also leads me back to when niggas wanna um talk about free my free my brother, free, free, free tone tone, or free little Mike. Oh, and be like, what oh, did he do? do? Oh, he murdered a bunch of niggas. Keep what? that nigga in jail. Keep that nigga locked the fuck up. That's like when he was talking about free little Boosie all the years. And I'm like, Boosie killed niggas. Nah, right. Boosie is about that, that life, man. Keep that nigga in jail. We don't want that nigga mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. They've been talking about free MC murder for years. The nigga's name is C Murder. It's in his name, yo. Corey Murder. Corey that nigga Murder. Was on tape shooting to a nigga a dice game because he lost. Bro. No, keep that nigga in jail for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. I don't want murderers out of jail. I don't give a fuck who you are. The last thing I want is some guy named C. Murder roaming the streets. If you are my cousin, my brother, my fucking best friend, if this nigga C. Wade tomorrow go fucking chop a bunch of people up and I find out about the shit and they lock this nigga up, ain't gonna be no free C. Wade t-shirts out here. Nah. No? Nah. But that nigga, yeah, that nigga went crazy. Yeah. Yeah, push it to nigga, the edge, bro. Nigga, he lost it. Now, <laughs> I don't know what happened to him, but yeah. I hope he, he survived in jail. I ain't new about Oh, no, I won't survive. I'm too pretty. Like, I'm saying, like, <laughs> no, like, I'm just saying, like, I ain't about to. Just, Gonna be talking about making songs, talking but, about free my nigga C Way. Nah, nah bro, keep keep me in the like, box. C Way, keep your head up, you murderous nigga. <laughs> At least I have support. I'm be like, hey, look, my boy, my boy C Way. You know, my former co-host. He he murdered a bunch of motherfuckers, and you know, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I had he, to do. And he, he murdered a bunch of niggas, and I don't know why, but you know. That would be, be locked up. Statement. So, you know, more power to him. We'll put some money in his commissary and shit. That would so be, be, be part of my okay. statement. I did what I had to do. He'd be okay when he's there. But Sacrifices must be made for the greater no, good. Ain't no be no free C way. Nah, bro. Fuck this nigga. Uh, boy, that's my boy. But nah. fuck that murderous nigga. Keep me, keep me in the box next to see murder. Like, what the fuck talking about free my Man, nigga, if you don't get your criminal ass away from me. Bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, people, y'all need to, like, y'all loyalty. Is all types of skewed. Like I'm not freeing no nigga that that killed a bunch of people when I know he killed these bunch of niggas. And the thing about that is like, don't we have enough murderous people out here to to worry about instead of getting your getting your man's out? Isn't that kind of you know being part of the problem, not of the solution? But niggas don't think like that. All you niggas is thinking about is <sighs> they boy locked up. They want they boy out. Or so and so, whoever it is. No, no. I stupid, I know, but they don't think like they don't think about these things. Because my thing is this, and and LJ will know my boy got a raw deal. No, no, no. He was brandishing a gun in daylight. Right, it's different. Like when my cousin got locked up. Now, and this is the thing. So, and I'll tell you the story. So, my cousin, he was in juvenile when he was younger. He was a he was a rough kid or whatever, and he got locked up. Mm. Well, he was in juvenile for a while. He he was about to get out. Got out, mm-hmm. and um, so at one point he was because his pops wasn't living in the town, so my aunt was taking care of him. He was here. Um, basically, what happened is it was this kid picking on him and his boy at school, mm-hmm. um, and it was constant. And so his boy one day went to school and stabbed up, stabbed poke dude up, whatever, right? So the issue was they tried to say my cousin gave him the knife. Everybody, including the guy who stabbed him. And everybody else said, no, your cousin was not, he was not involved. But because my cousin was on probation, mm, he they was, said, 
is yeah, basically the guilt by association. Mm-hmm. They're, they're gonna believe that he gave him the knife, so he went to jail with him. And so, my aunt, who was this her nephew, mm-hmm. she spent all kinds of money. She went through lawyers, all kinds of shit to get him out of jail. So he got him out of jail. Got him out of jail. So the rule, the hit the result. One of the, the stipulations of his parole was his probation was that he had to stay away from the dudes he used to hang with. Mm. So he ended up in a foster home out in Ann Arbor. He wasn't allowed to come back to the city and hang out with them niggas. While he was on probation. While he was on probation. He was on probation for like five years. God. So he was told that he couldn't. So he couldn't couldn't step back in the D no time. No. So, but him being the hardhead nigga. He did it anyway. He ended up um, coming back to the city, doing the shit that he was told not to do, and ended up selling weed to an undercover cop. Huh? Well. <laughs> so now he was on the run. He calls my aunt, the one that helped him get out the first time. Mm. And he's like, I need somewhere to go. I need. She's like, I did everything. I spent all this money and time to get you out of jail, and you fucked up. You on your own, nigga. You cut off. You cut off. Cut off. Because at that point, I've done everything I can. You ain't even my kid. You my nephew. Right. You, and I I did everything I could to save your life. And you and go ahead and do this. situation for you to have a future. And you, go and ahead, you go ahead just said, you just basically threw that shit in my face. Mm-hmm. And said, I'm, fuck it. I don't care about my future. So if you don't care about your future. I don't care about you. Why the fuck should I care about your future? Good luck, nigga. So with that being said, he got locked up and she ain't help his ass. Why would she? He had a kid on the way. He why, fucked all that up. Why would she? He, he fucked all that up. He had a kid on his way. Missed most of the kid growing up. All that shit. That's Damn. his fault. He back in jail now. I don't know what the fuck he did. Come but on, he, well, y'all man. Y'all last year or some shit. I don't know. I don't know what he did. I don't even care. I don't talk to him like that. But niggas just don't learn. And it's like, I'm not about to say and be like, free this nigga. Fuck you. This nigga don't care about his life. Why should I? You consistently going to jail and putting yourself in stupid ass situations. Why should I care about your life more than you do? It's, it's a waste of energy. Like, you a grown ass man, dog. You older than me. No, bro, we good. It's a waste of energy. You out here is trying to be about this life. And my thing is, is what I, I look, it's like you niggas don't think about any how your shit affects other people. Like, how did you think my mom was gonna feel when she went through all that shit to get your ass out of jail and you just not fucking care? And now, nigga, you got kids out here mm. and your ass still getting locked up for dumb shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, nigga, you have a record already. You know, and you, you can't do shit. Right, you can't go nowhere. You but can't you get no job. But you still doing dumb shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dog? So, it's just niggas are stupid. Stupid? Like, yeah. niggas don't learn. Um. So, the other thing I wanted to kind of... Oh, and so, I had to tell this story, right? So, this is some funny shit. And this kind of speaks to... Uh, I was talking about earlier how she could just... Don't it's super illogical. That's the way I can put it. So, mm-hmm. story goes this: um, this is a girl I've known for a few years. We dated off and on, nothing serious, right? So, what would happen is she's really strange. The best way I can describe her, right? Mm. Best way I can describe her. And this is also part of that whole like how how strange are you talking? I'll 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 explain. So, and this kind of goes to that whole narrative of when I get bored. Cause when I get bored, I put up with shit I probably shouldn't. And so every time I've gotten in contact with her, or every time we end up talking, it's always when I'm bored. So with that being said, we get back in contact recently, because I was bored. That's what happens every time. And so she uh 
And so the deal was we were gonna we were gonna go out, whatever. Now the thing about her is every time we've ever talked, we've known each other for about three years or so. Um, we'll end up stop. We'll stop talking, and the reason we'll stop talking is because she'll start responding. But it's always something she never tells me why. She'll just one day just stop responding to text messages or answering her phone. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, and she'll even say that. She just wishy-washy, and sometimes she just she just get fed up and don't want to talk to people. Or she'll just get she get she loses like she just fickle. But then she'll tell me no. But then she'll the reason she'll give never makes sense. So what happened is, so it's three 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 times that she start we start talking. So the first time, well no, the second time actually. Oh no, actually no, it's four times. So the first time, I'll tell you about the first time. So the first time we went on our first date, it was the first time we ever met, went on our first date, only the first time we ever went out. Went on the first date, um, everything was cool. The next day, and I probably should have known something the day we went on our, our first date that she was kind of clingy a little bit, a little weird. So the first time we went out, she said, hey, call me when you make it home. Nigga, I wasn't in my car for more than 10 minutes, she called me. <laughs> and I was driving from East Point. So I was like, what the fuck? Oh, hell you? no. So then, the next day, I was heading out to my dad's when he was still living on in um in um, Sterling Heights, mm-hmm. and um I was like, well, I'm not gonna probably gonna, I'm not gonna be able to talk on the phone while I'm out there because I'm gonna be with my family or whatever. It'd just be rude to be at my parents' house and be like, yeah, be on the phone. phone, right? So I guess she had a problem with that, so she stopped talking to me. I was like, okay, you're strange. So that was that. It was about a year or so before we stopped talking. We ended up getting in contact again. So the next time we went out a couple times, um, it's a couple times that I dropped her off at work. So this was like the anniversary. It was a weekend of um, the anniversary of my mom's passing. You know, I really don't do shit on that day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I told her in advance, I said, look, I'm probably not going to be doing shit. It's the anniversary of my mom's passing. It's Sunday. I'm not going anywhere. I'm probably going to be in the house. Deal with that. Right? Makes sense, right? Makes sense. I told her ahead of time. So I dropped her off Saturday, which is the day before. She asked me, Hey, could you take me to work tomorrow? I said, well, I told you I'm not going to really be doing anything. I'm not going anywhere. It's the anniversary of my mom's passing. So, apparently she wasn't happy with that. So, she stopped talking to me again. (laughs) Right. I'm sensing a pattern here. (laughs) Right. So, then fast forward, like a year or two later. We get in contact again. Let's use this last year, actually. Around wintertime. So, last year. We're talking again. It's wrong. It's time to you tell me you're actually. And I'm on my way home from work. Um, actually, no. It's, I'm on my way home from work. Now, you know I drive an hour to and from work. So most days, like, I'm sleepy as shit driving home from work. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some days I have to stop halfway to, like, take a nap, like, at a rest stop because it's that I'm that tired. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I, like, so some days I'll stop at Kroger after I get off of work and some shit's up at the store to get some stuff, and I'll, like, fall asleep in the parking lot while I'm waiting, like, before I get done because I'm just that sleepy. Yeah. So I'm probably not driving anywhere past my home when I get off of work. So she called me and was like, hey, can you take me to work? I honestly don't feel safe driving past, uh, anywhere past my home right now because I'm, like, already sleepy. I like I, was, I barely made it home okay, and I just don't feel okay. Like safe driving, thirty minutes past my house to drop you off, because then I'm on not not only am I risking my own life, I'm risking yours. Right, right. makes right. sense. Right, makes sense. Makes, makes perfect, perfect sense. Perfect sense, right? She's not talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. So, <laughs> I knew it. it, it so no, 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 no. Actually, no. 
she asked me again like a couple weeks later. <laughs> and that time she was like, hey, can you... I said, I'm not even home yet. I got up late that day. Oh. So I wasn't even home yet. And she was like, I got to be at work at 7. I said, well, it's already 6.30 and I'm not even close to being home yet. There's no way I'm going to get to you. So I can't. And she stopped click. <laughs> what do you mean click? She just, just oh, okay. And then she got okay. her phone and she so she stopped talking to me again. So it's it seems, a it seems like It seems like whenever a really important thing... Or that, just that, a, that's to I you a comes legitimate up. reason. A legitimate reason. A legitimate reason that any common sense person would think, hey, that makes sense. Nope. Right? Nope. nope. Don't make sense to her. So. So did you hit it with the illogical? No. So what happened was, so we went out. Okay. Recently. And um, so then we had a conversation. Mm-hmm. And in that conversation, those things came up because her thing was, you always telling me no. And my thing is, I'm not always telling you no. I've told you no three times. But it's the last three times you t- um, I, I asked you something. First off, it wasn't a no. It, it wasn't is, a no. It was, I can't. I can't. <laughs> because of these reasons. Right. But apparently to her, it don't matter. You told me no. It don't matter the reason why you told me no. It's a no. So she oh so she wanted to tell she you tell me get no. her way. Uh, so if I'm telling her no, it don't matter why I told her no or what the reason. It's just you said the nah. reasons don't matter to her, even if the reasons are legit. It don't matter. Is it's a no. That's all she cared about, right? So in this moment, in my head, as I'm sitting here having this conversation with this this retarded person now, I'm thinking to myself, this is the dumbest conversation I've ever had in my life. Why because even, you were bored. Why am I even entertaining this conversation? I'm clearly bored, right? Clearly. So, she's mad at me now because of this conversation. Because <laughs> I'm like, you're making no sense. And apparently she ain't like that. She really go get pissed off. So, <laughs> as we're, I'm taking her home. She, uh... She's like, well, what about, um, no, I said so. And I said this in the, um, I was being the smartest. So, are you going to stop talking to me again? <laughs> yeah, sounds like, yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds like, right? right? So, I saw it. She's like, no, I'm not going to stop talking to you again. Have you heard from her yet? Well, it wasn't even that. So, as I'm, as I dropped her off, as I'm driving home, I'm like, she said she's not going to stop talking to me again. Definitely gonna stop talking to her. Rightfully so. So just like, you know what? My brain hurt. And it shouldn't. I'm gonna need you to not be. I was be mad bored. at myself. I was so mad at myself. Like, really? Ken, you're better than this. You're better than this. Like, well, like, you're better than this. Like, seriously, sir, why bruh. are you? Nah, you need to envision me in your head, bruh. Right, that's pretty much what I was saying to myself. Like, what the fuck? Bruh. Like, that was the dumbest conversation I've had in a long the time. Fuck you and doing? I was really offended at myself. So really can't really, I, really, really, really? I'm gonna need you to not ever get bored ever again. Right. That's really it's, I'm trying to. So with that being said, so I got home. Um and I blocked her. And I deleted her or everything. Hmm. Cause I <laughs> <laughs> the king of petty. So wait, no. <laughs> she asked me 
That was another thing. All, right, all this other bullshit, he was trying to get me to pay for her nails to get drinks and shit, right? Which is hilarious to tell me, right? <laughs> and so, I said, sure, right? Sure, I'll do it. Uh-oh. But this is already after I determined I was going to stop talking to her anyway, so I didn't care. Because mm-hmm. I saw I knew she was going to call me the next day to try to get money from me. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing was like, I don't even see you that often. I'm going to give you no fucking money. What the fuck is wrong with you? The fact that you fixed your mouth to ask me for money is the funniest shit in the world. That's hilarious. Man. I've been, I've seen you in the years I've known you because of all the times that you decided I you didn't like my answers. I've seen you five times in three years. You really think I'm about to give you some money? Seriously? <laughs> I don't give family members money like that. What the fuck's wrong with you? You're better than this kid. <laughs> I was bored. You, I you're better than this kid. So I, I told her that. I just, I, I just was like, yeah, sure. So I knew she was going to, and I purposely, because I, I knew she was going to, and I was at that point, I was just going to be petty and be an ass about it. So, and so blocked her, deleted everything. And, and, and my headache went away. <laughs> Don't need no leave for that one. Headache went away. Headache went away fine. Was, I was good then. I was so fucking perfect. So, that was just my funny ass story. Was, again, was, I'm gonna need you to never get bored again. Just boredom shit is hard. No. So, I just realized, and I looked at my fridge earlier, I had a fucking lot, a lot of wine in my fridge now. And I'm like, how the fuck are those damn wine? It, I'm, I'm, I, I, like, well, first of all, my boss gives us wine every year for Christmas. Well, yeah, that might be. That's, that's part of it. Because she goes to buy out wine every year. Like, she's she loves wine. So, yeah. She gives out wine for Christmas. Like, it's our extra gift. Oh, there you go. All right, we, remember, we talk about wine in our fucking manager meetings, like, because she drinks wine that much. This is work, mind you. But this neither here nor there. Um, so, that ain't gonna work with you then. <laughs> that wine like, we, we went to a cider mill a couple weeks ago, and the cider mill actually allowed you to go in there and get unlimited wine because they made wine there too. So, uh-huh. so wine there, so you had unlimited wine tasting. Oh, so, so, so we the manager, while well, we was over going through, like, the little. Corn maze, mm-hmm. them fuckers was over there tasting wine and buying wine bottles and shit, bought like three or four bottles. I'm like, look at those fuckers each. She's like, nigga, really? Yeah, we balling like this now. Shit, one of the managers been like $200 plus there. Okay. Talking about my husband going to be tripping, talking about where you went to, how you spend $20 at the side of meal? I said, you should tell them strategically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it didn't. There's no lie there, is it? No. <laughs> there is no lie. Right. So. It's a business tactic. <laughs> so, moving on. Um, I wanted to kind of touch on. So, every year, I try to plan a haunted house outing. outing. As you can see, Wade's a bitch and won't go with us. Even though we're all friends. I feel like he's just accompanying us anyway. Just because it's a friend outing. And everyone's going. So, I feel like Chris should just go. Come on. I feel like y'all should just, like, bombard us on, like, Twitter and Instagram and email us and say, see where you should go. See where you should go. Well. I feel like that should. That should I, be- I don't have a Twitter account anymore, so you can't bombard me on there. He, you, can, you can send it to the DWTK pod um, page, and then I'll make sure we'll I. will get instantly I screen, deleted. I'm going to screenshot it to him. Yeah, um, instantly deleted. It would not be. Don't pay him any attention. He's a rude-ass bastard. Um, I have a lot of things. Whatever rude-ass bastard is probably number three on my list. <laughs> I said probably. <laughs> whatever. So whatever the case may be. So we're playing a haunted house audience because this is what I do every year. Um, but, it's tradition with this guy. It's a tradition. Um, but what I'm doing, though, and this is also more of I, I have a point to scare everybody at work this year. I'm trying to think if I really want to do this, but I really want to do this. Well, you put it out there now. Now you got to. 
You got to now. So I decided to check. So I was thinking, like when everybody walks in, there's a bunch of just random red balloons hanging up, like in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Duh, you gotta get me to come through and uh, do the whole Tim Curry. So Pennywise. I was thinking, hey y'all, I might have a Pennywise mask. And just be randomly standing somewhere that nobody expects. Nah, nah, you gotta get me to do it, bro. Oh, you are a little. <laughs> I mean, I am planning on doing the Heath Ledger Joker for the uh, costume contest at work this coming, well, end of the month, rather. No, nah, Dick Hunt did that one year. He was dope. And uh, Brass is an old job. Mm hmm. But yeah, so I'm planning it's, on doing this scary shit to my, employee, my employees because. I'm an ass. <laughs> oh, what gave it away? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I am like the most nice person you've ever met. Excuse me. Clearly, he's sick. He needs to get treated. Sick of oh, shit. Excuse me. It's an epidemic going around here. I'm so tired of this nigga. <laughs> you know what? We're looking for a new co-host here at the Down with the King podcast. Yeah, we can use the third. See Wade is being a. Yeah, we could use a third. As long as it's not Ashley K, she's terrible. We could use a fourth too. I mean, we got two other chairs we could fill in. As long as it's not Ashley K, she's terrible. Uh, also, she's terrible. Uh, terrible. Uh, as long as I want to say terrible. T U R I B L E. Terrible. 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 Motherfucker, terrible. Terrible. Topographic 16? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. What? I'm just, I'm, I. Topographic 16? Random thoughts. Random fucking thoughts. I'm so glad that wasn't the name of that Kanye album. <laughs> I'm so glad about that. By the way, Ashley sucks. Um, so with that being said, Topographic 16. Motherfucker. So, here, look. So, yeah. I'll keep you up posted on how this shit works out. Should be funny. <laughs> mm, it does sound epic though. Oh, it's like, going to be hilarious. I, I got it. So, one of the things I wanted to kind of bring up. So, you, you, you're friends with him on, on Facebook too. Last name Thorpe. Thorpe? Thorpe, Thorpe. Starts with a B. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, whatever the case may be. Yeah, I know him. All right. So, here's the thing. He It was his picture he posted. It was his old picture of, like, uh, Tupac and um, old dude from um, Digital Underground. The short, light-skinned dude. Shachi? Shot, no, the other one. Ballhead dude. Oh, him. I know, I know the faces. Don't I just can't. Remember I know you're talking. Whatever it gets to be. So in the picture, old dude, the light skinned dude is laying in the bed. He's like, he just woke up. We're like Tupac. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I started this whole conversation because basically he was like, "This shit looks suspect to me." And I started thinking, "You niggas make me fucking sick." Y'all in this over masculine, over masculine, m fucking secure ass shit. 
get on my damn nerves. Every time a dude and another dude are close, if they ain't fucking naked, it is not gay. God damn. Dudes can't show any type of emotion or towards any other dude, whether they're hugging them or if, like you can't get to cloak with another dude without another dude saying, Oh, that shit was suspect, dog. Uh, that so, shit was suspect. So you can't you can't do that without hearing Riley Freeman. Like it's like, dude, seriously, are y'all niggas that fucking programmed to think everything, everything is, gay? is gay? It's not. I'm sorry, you fucking homophobic bastards. So, for example, it was a couple years ago when Ray Schremer had the cover. Oh yeah, when they was, was up, they were both had their shirts off and they were first, back to back. First off, mind you, they're brothers. They're brothers. Motherfucking, it, it, most dudes that had a little brother at some point, y'all niggas ran around the house with fucking y'all like shirts off. And y'all had to y'all had to take care of y'all little brothers too. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? This whole over like over masculinity, oh like just patriarchic. Oh, this is what it means to be a man. Shit. Oh, I can't be I can't be in touch with my feelings. Bullshit. You old fucking overrated. emotionalist. Oh, whack ass niggas. Most of you niggas can't keep a fucking chick. Fuck you niggas, dog. Like, that shit's annoying as hell, dog. Because yeah, everything ain't got to be about, well, you know, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't hug my fucking brother or I can't hug my son too much because that shit might be suspect. I don't want to teach my son that shit. I don't want to teach my son First to up. show emotion. And you know why there's so many kids out here and so many young men who are, not, are emotionally unadjusted? Because their fathers taught them that it was wrong for them to show fucking emotion. Yeah, just didn't hug them. They didn't enough. hug their their sons. All they showed their son was discipline and oh, play sports or do this <laughs> shit. This is what it means to be a man. And this is this. Instead of letting them develop normally, like most fucking human beings do, to understand that affection is not a bad fucking it's word. Not it's a not bad a bad word. thing if you're a man or a young man or a fucking child. But you motherfuckers have taken this shit too fucking far. Everything is not suspect. Everything is not gay. Everything is not, oh, that shit, that shit looks so. I don't know about that shit. I'm worried and blah, 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 blah. Hey, you should be for the sake of your own sanity. Like, it's so fucking terrible. And it's like, dude, seriously? You niggas have nothing better to do with your lives, do y'all? Nearly. It's like, you niggas are so insecure. Like, don't know gay guy want y'all. Right. You realize Everybody that. checking for y'all. Gay guys don't want y'all. They don't. If they want you, they will come for you. They don't want none of you niggas. Most of the niggas that be up in up arms about some gay dudes wanting them, them gay niggas don't want y'all. ain't checking for y'all at all. Exactly. Not at all. See, I know plenty of gay dudes. Ain't one no ain't that one checking for me. Ain't, I'm not worried about me and gay nigga. Ain't because you know what? That's they do what they do and I do what I do. Right. So we put if you were secure who you fucking are, you're not worried about you it. You shouldn't be worried about a goddamn thing. Like I remember, was it a few years ago? I it could so when Power first came out, mm-hmm. no, it wasn't Power it was Empire. Yeah, Empire. And so there was this whole thing about them supposedly the gay agenda, and it's too much gay shit on TV, and because I said, well, the, that's the son, just... the son was gay, right? <laughs> uh, in real life. So, did you expect him? Would you rather him play a, a, a straight man just for your comfort? So, you want him to you be, be, uh, be Guillermo de uh, Guillermo de Torres or like Toro? Yeah, yeah. You want him to be something you want him to be. So, you want him to pretend to be a straight man just because you're not okay with him being gay. Exactly. That's who he is. He's a gay man. 
guess what? He's allowed to be himself. Mm-hmm. You allowed to be yourself. First of all, let me, let me add this. It's 2018. We got to get off that dumb shit. Like, it's just, it's just so stupid. So this whole gay agenda, there is no fucking gay agenda. Because guess what? That's not how attraction works. You don't just see somebody being gay and be like, you know what? I want to be gay. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. That's not how attraction works. It's not how we work. You don't just wake up one day and be like, you know what? I just want to be gay. Like, yep. no, 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 it's not the way it works. I'm sorry. You gotta be, you gotta be influenced. It's not even influenced. It's you either that or you are. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, influence. I take that. I you're take not, that. It's not an influence thing. Yeah. It's a, are you? You're either gay you, or you're you, not gay. Either you are, or you ain't. You are or you aren't. That's really what it boils down to. And so, but people have this mindset and they don't understand what attraction is. They don't understand what sexuality is. They're not in tune with that shit. They don't know what it means. So they they cling to these ideals, just so to speak, that if you're around gay people or you are exposed to quote unquote gay things or homosexual things. So it's just gonna catch on like an air like, virus. It's like a, like some type of disease or some Come shit. You on, just catch like a cold. That's not the way that shit works. You're either like you're you're either gay or you're not. You're either attracted to men, you're attracted you're to not. women, or vice versa, whatever the case may be. Or you can do both. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. You're either that or you're not. But it is not something that you just one day said, you know what? I was watching this TV show last night and these two gay guys were kissing. You know what? I want to try that shit. No. Oh. That's not the way that shit works. Oh. That's not the way that shit works. You either just, like pussy or you like know. dick. Or both in some cases. Whichever depending, you depending choose, on who you are. Whatever you like, more power to you. And there's nothing wrong with you. you. Don't affect me. They don't want you get the fuck out your fucking feelings. Because at the at the you end of the day, pure motherfucking bastard. At the end of the day, ain't none one of them paying your bills to get them on. You through life. are entitled to be who you are, just like they're allowed to be who they are. You're allowed to be who you are, and even if you who you are is a bigoted bastard who I don't like, fuck you and all that other shit. But it's just so stupid. And I really think like no, that kind of shit that, that post pissed me off. It was like ninety fucking hundred comments on this damn thing because he was like, "Well, I don't, I don't do that shit with my friends and shit like that." I said, "You you, you probably did some suspect shit when you were a kid, or things that you would look at now as suspect when you were younger that you don't think about or remember." You fucking old as hell now. You probably remember all the dumb shit that you did when you were younger that was suspect as fucking hell. It's no different than there are things you do when you were younger that are probably fucking rapey as hell. You don't remember or you don't admit to. Cause a lot of dumb shit that we did as kids that we don't think are was wrong at the time because we were kids. Right, we're, we're dumb. Fuck? People so, are dumb. But we were dumb. Everybody was dumb because you ain't no shit. You were exposed to. We were raped. We were raised in a dumbass. Um, we had a, a the way we were raised is stupid mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like it just was. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't exposed to certain things, or you didn't understand certain things, <laughs> you started shunning it. Or you think, oh, that's not right. Or I don't like that. Or I'm not cool with that because. You don't understand it, or it's not for you. But everything ain't gotta be for you. Everything is not for everybody. Everybody, everything is not for you. It's just not. It's just not, and that's and that's okay. It's okay that everything's not for you. It's not for your consumption. The thing about it is not meant for you. You don't rule the world. You don't dictate what everyone else can do. And the thing about it is, this whole thing is not. It's not taboo anymore. Yeah, because reality is not. Like society is come to come to grips with the fact that hey. These people exist. You might as well rock with them. You might look. That's just the way life is. This is how it works. <laughs> I mean, we not we not gonna uh, we not gonna we not gonna affect them from living their lives just like we shouldn't let them 
affect our lives to be. You know, I mean, do what you want to do. Do what you life. want. Just do that shit. It's not that hard. Uh, so, did we touch on Wayne's album before? Nah, I don't think so. Nah, so well, we did off uh, mic. Yeah, so Wayne's album came out. Carter Five. Before last. Um, did you hear it yet? I've heard, well, I've heard the track that everybody's talking about. I've heard Don't Cry. It, okay. And it was a struggle to get, you know, like a clear copy on YouTube. But, uh, yeah, like, I've seen, I've seen mad reaction videos from, like, just, you know, everybody. And what they would do is they'll play the uh, first track, which is, uh, I Love You, Dwayne. And, you know, it's, you know, it's the, uh, I guess it was a voicemail. Voicemail from his mom just telling him, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy the album's finally coming out. I'm so happy what you accomplished. Then she gets emotional, you know. And once you hear it, for, for some who haven't heard it, you're going to feel some kind of way about it. Like, you're going to get choked up. Like, like wow. Well, kind of what you're talking about. So then that song follows the intro with his mom talking. And in the intro, she starts crying and talking about her son. And, you know, anybody who's either, um, you know, close to their mom or lost a mom or just know what it's like to, like, hear your mom crying. and just It talking does about, something to you. It just has an effect. So you go right from that emotional-ass intro right into the song. To Don't Cry with Triple S and Tasha. God. <laughs> and so... People were already crying before that, that record even came on. Right. So... My thoughts on the Wayne. First of all, um, it's a decent album. It's too many songs, but that's. It's you know, I think it was too, meant huh? to. I think it was meant to be two CDs. Two CDs. I think. Yeah, it was supposed to be a double album. The other thing is that a lot of the, about half of the songs probably were always hell. Yeah. A lot of the songs. Yeah, because a lot of it was supposed to be. Um, four or five years ago. Four or five years ago. So like the song Mona Lisa, which is one of my one of my favorite tracks, the song him and Kendrick. I hear good which things they spazzed on. It was a dope ass song. Yeah, I hear, I hear good but things. But the song was, you know, it's you can it's definitely old. tell it's old, but they both did, did their thing on it. It was a creative ass song. Um, I love the song. So it was a dope song. Um What else came? But it was really I, I, I like the album for what it was. First of all, I hated Carter Four. I fucking hated Carter I, Four. I don't like any of the Carter albums except one and two. Well, Carter Three Carter was, Three was okay. Carter Three was okay. Me. My problem with Carter Three was going from Carter from coming from Carter One and Carter Two, Wayne had so much momentum going into Carter Three yes. because he had, he was at his peak. He was killing all these features. Mm-hmm. Everybody was anticipating it. Mm-hmm. Carter Two, Carter One, and Carter Two especially had an ongoing theme throughout the album. Right. Carter Three was just a bunch of songs. It's just, it's just some songs I recorded. It was just so a bunch go. of songs all thrown together, so it wasn't any continuity so to it. The concept of the Carter was just thrown out the windows. Yeah, all it's, that shit was done because at this point it was like, I'm yeah. just gonna put a bunch of you know hit songs I can make into singles on this album, and yeah, a whole bunch of singles off the album, and I'm, I'll give them that. It's fine, but. As an album, as a cohesive album, as a, as a body it. It of just work, didn't it's do just it for not. me the same way as Carter One and Two. Yeah, Carter Four was trash. Mm-hmm. I the best way I can describe it, it was fucking trash. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a, and that's when he started kind of doing that whack bullshit rap right? shit. He was singing too much. Oh, he was transitioning to that. It wasn't, uh, he wasn't rock star rapping really. It was. He was trying to. I guess he was trying to find himself. 
Yeah, and I guess yeah, that's what yeah. you want to call it. I actually liked the Rebirth Project. I actually liked the Rebirth Project. It was actually pretty good. I'm Rock still on the fence on Rebirth after all these years. It was a lot be- better than I thought it would be. I'll say that. Mm. Um, but then going into um, coming into Carter Five, which we, it took years to get to because of a lot of because red all tape. the Bert shit with the the, the label shit he was dealing with, or whatever the case may be. If you so don't I'm know what we're talking about, you've been living now. under a rock. So. Right, and I, I'm glad he got to you know actually put the shit out finally. Yeah, now he more power to him. Now he got his he got his he he owns Young Money fully and he can do what the fuck he wants now mm-hmm. so I'm glad mm-hmm. that he's on he he can do he's free to do what he wants now so I'm glad to see what you know see what happens. Um, I mean I've I've been a Wayne fan since Wayne was fucking eleven years old like yeah niggas knew who Wayne was like we talking about on the, on the like, like, this this man has was, the whole catalog we talking about when he was you know one of the baby gangsters the BGs on True Story and shit man. which if you niggas don't understand or know that. You gotta BG go all the way back to the cash, cash money. Random information for people that know. No, no. BG of Cash Money was not originally called BG. Nope. He was called Lil Dookie. That's L I L D O O K I E. No, Dookie, as in Dookie Hauser. Oh, was, Dookie. It was called, he was called Lil Dookie, and you had Lil, Lil Wayne. Dookie. D O O G I E. They were collectively called the BGs. The BGs. Baby Gangsters. Wayne didn't have a contract with Cash Money back when he was like 11 years old. And back then, he was cussing all on records. <laughs> all on records, right? Young kid. His mom found out and didn't approve of him being around the Cash Money dudes because she thought that them, they sold drugs and shit. Rightfully so. So she pulled him away. And so once that happened, they just renamed BG BG when they re-released True Story. And from that point, he just became BG. A little, little doogie became BG. He just became BG um, from that point on. And then eventually, once Wayne's mom, and it was actually after the whole suicide attempt, which he originally said was him accidentally shooting himself, and then he came out recently and said it was actually a suicide attempt when he shot himself in the chest. Um, after that happened, his mom um, was like, okay, I need to, you know, she finally sat down and talked to baby and him. And he actually signed up. She let him sign an official contract. Mm-hmm. The only stipulation, he wasn't allowed to cuss on record until he turned 18. Mm-hmm. Which is why if you ever listen to any of the stuff with Wayne and Cash Money early it's, it's on. usually clean. He was, it was mostly clean. He said the word nigga, but he could not curse. The only song he was allowed to curse on was the song um, Dirty World and the song... Um, um, fuck the world, which is the song of his album, because his mom gave him permission on those songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the line was, if I don't, but I don't, I don't curse, but in this verse, man, fuck the world. And that was the only time he was allowed to curse until he turned 18. So by like lights off, he was cursing up a stone. He turned 18, so he was cursing. Yeah, he was free. <laughs> he was cursing everything at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, um, like I said, I'm glad Wayne got to put the album down. Put, put the album out finally got after, it out the way after so much talk about so it so much it's, bullshit it's, I'm, I'm glad he got his money glad he got on the ship of young money so he can do what the fuck he want he's free from cash money he's, like he's free from the shadow um so leaving from that so another album that came out was Logic mm-hmm. Young so Sinatra Logic, 4 Young Sinatra 4 came out um Logic so for people that don't know and a lot of people that don't Get, give it to them again so Young, young Sinatra was uh, Logic's mixtape series um, he had um, Young Sinatra, um, Young and Gifted, or something like that. Uh, young was Sinatra, it Young, young and, and Gifted, Young Talented, uh, well, or something? Yeah, Young Talented, or something like that. Then you had um, Undeniable, mm-hmm. Welcome to Forever, and then you have this one, which is Young Sinatra 4. 
This is kind of his ultra ego. He has two ultra egos. Bobby Tarantino. Bobby Tarantino. And then he has the turn up trap thing. And then he has this one, which is um, more of his boom bap. Boom bap. Um, old school hip hop persona. Mm-hmm. So the album was really that. It was boom bap. It was, you know, old school hip hop. He had a couple of decent features on there. He had uh, he had the whole fucking Wu-Tang. Yeah. All the Wu-Tang was missing was ODB. I read, well, of course. The funny thing is what he just, how he described how it came about. So, so the, yeah, he said this. So in the interview, he said that about. him and his friends were drinking and smoking, and he was drunk, and his friends was like, he was like, dude, like, what if I, what if I got the whole Wu-Tang on the one song and, like, called it Wu-Tang forever? And it's, for some reason, half of his group was like, no, nah, I don't do that shit. He's like, I should call it Risen now. He was like, no, nah, I don't do that shit. No, nah. his other friends was like, no, nah, you should call him. You should call him. So he called Rizza. Mm-hmm. And he's like, bro, he's like, what's up? What you want? What you want? He's like, so... I have so, an idea. What's the what's the possibility of like getting the whole Wu Tang on my album? On a, on a now the whole core members, the, the whole, whole twelve. No, well, it's technically ten. Uh, well, you know, ten. 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 If you count Capadon, it's ten. Yeah. So and so, so the he's like, whole the oh, whole so original team. He said, "Were well, you asking me, or you want to do it, or what?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm asking you." Because they were done. He said we get we do our Wu Wednesday. He said we do our Wu Wednesday Wednesday conference call. <laughs> Wu Wednesday conference call. Wednesday conference call. I cracked up laughing when I heard that was actually a thing. I was like, really? Yeah, she did actually do that. Yeah. But he said we do our Wu Wednesday conference call. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll hear everybody up and see if it's going on. Oh, we can do it. Uh, right I can now. actually hear it in his voice right now. That's so, crazy to me. So yeah. So yeah, we do a Wu Wednesday. So Wu Wednesday conference a, call. Bum bum. So it was a done. It was a done deal. Um, and a lot of even said like up until the point where they said he got the last. Uh, verse he still wasn't, didn't believe it was gonna happen and it happened and he literally has everybody on there Capadonna literally every, he, every uh, the Ugar, original team Master Ace Jizza Master Killer R- Master, um, Master Killer my bad um, <laughs> Master Ace was the Jizza, Rizza. Rizza. <laughs> I always I don't know why this stuff, you know it's me masters back in the day yeah I master know. this master ace master blast I mean, master motherfucker master ace is one of my favorite rappers though don't get but, it twisted I'm old school check too. it out baby check, check it out, out y'all I love it Ooh. that thing used to come on all the time on the box back in the day god like they they check did, out did the it in my Jeep. <laughs> him and uh him and NPR did the tiny desk concert it was it was so good yeah but moving on but no so yeah album was great um <clears throat> standout tracks to me Legacy was one of my um, was a standout track for me um, the song with him and Wale 100 Miles and Running they went fucking crazy mm. and he even said like when he sent Wale the song well, he said I sent Wale a 16 and he said this nigga come back and this his verse two fucking minutes Cause this motherfucker. This <laughs> is <laughs> so I had to come back and do something extra. Right. Because this nigga just went and, and Wale's passed. Wale's passed. See, I got here. I got here after this. Well, yeah, Wale's passed. So that's one of my standout tracks. Legacy, like I said, one hundred miles of running. The song Wu Tang was dope. Um, what else? Uh, it was a couple other songs, but I liked the, overall. I liked the album. Dope album. This is what you would expect from a Young Sinatra project. It was for the most part. I mean, it was a couple of little poppy songs on there that I could have probably done without of. But you know, he's at a point now where he probably has to put a couple on or whatever. Right. So it Peace was cool. It was a great, dope album. I'm glad he did it. Um, I'm glad he did that. You know, it was a kind of a salute to his 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 day one fans, so to speak. And I'm appreciating that. Um, but it was a really dope album. Um. 
What was I going to say? I forgot. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Oh, so have you seen the Quincy Jones documentary? Uh, no, not personally. Nigga, you need to see that shit. I, I know it's on. Nigga, I know you said something about it. A nigga. lot of people that I know have been saying nigga. great things. So look, I've you know we all know who Quincy Jones is. Mm-hmm. Most of us know Quincy Jones is a legend. Most of us know he produced Off the Wall. He thriller. produced Thriller. You know he had he's produced he's, he's, he's done his own for, albums. Right, he did the back um, back in black. And, Tevin you know, Campbell. It, Tevin he discovered Tevin Campbell. Shit, he discovered Oprah. <laughs> That's that's, that's a mind blower. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. So yeah, when he was they were so when they were casting for Color Purple, um, he said he was in Chicago and he just was in a hotel room and he just happened to flip on the news and saw Oprah and he was like he heard her voices like she's perfect and that's when he cast her in Color Purple and that took off her career. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So he he made Will Smith into the actor he is now because he's the one that gave him Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. He called Will on that. Mm-hmm. Like he's done so many things. So you know him for those things. So Quincy been What I didn't know was that's not even the tip of the ice fucking bird. Oh, really? So this nigga started in the 30s when he was 14 playing the trumpet in big bands and shit with Count Basie. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. The Count Basie. Yeah, in 14. Then, he met Ray Charles, when him and Ray Charles met, Ray Charles was 16. Ray Charles was 16, he was 14. Mm. Ray Charles called him his little brother. They like they were close. Mm. He wrote and produced for Ray Charles for years. Then he got his own big band, took him on tour mm-hmm. for a year, for like two years, did that for a while, came back, started doing movie scores. Mm. So he did movie scores for some movies you mean like some old school movies that you go going like motherfucker, really? Mm. Some TV shows you wouldn't even know about. Um, then before this, he ended up leading Frank Sinatra's band. He, yeah, Frank Sinatra's big band. He would, he, he, he wrote all like all the orchestration, all that shit. He wrote, and there's actually a scene there where he's up there, she's writing these notes by hand and shit. It's Traditional like, way, like, yeah, that's what he, like, he wrote, like, he organized. All this shit. All so, that he's, so he's all literally... Instrumentation, all that stuff, he did. It was to the point where... Because Frank, at first, so he was young when he did, came, he got with Frank. And, like, Frank tested... He said, Frank tested me. And once Frank knew I was about that, I could do it. Like, he was like, oh, okay. And he, he was with him for a couple years. So it was to the point where... So back then in Vegas, black artists couldn't perform in the casino. They couldn't even walk in the casinos. Mm-hmm. So they had a little space where they performed, but they, they couldn't stay at the casino. They couldn't even walk in the casino. They couldn't stay in the hotel. So they would have to stay in a hotel across on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. So at one point, basically, and mind you, back then, Vegas was ran by the mob. Frank Sinatra went to them and basically said, look, if, if, you, if they can't come here and perform just like everybody else, I'm out. I'm out. Do you understand that shit changed overnight? You know how much a G French nature is for that shit? That's, that's gangsta as hell. A G, like a motherfucker. That's, that's, you went to the mob and said, look, look here. I need my mans to play here. And not oh, I'm just me, all of them. All black artists. Uh, all, all, yeah, I need, them. I need my mans. I need my band Everybody here. needs to be able to, all these artists need to be able to do shit. Mm. Like, that's fucking crazy. That's So, wow. yeah, I didn't know all that shit. Then, um, going from that, like... Like I said, he did movie scoring for a while. 
Um, then he then he did the the Wiz, mm-hmm. which is where he met Michael. Because at first <laughs> Michael was looking for a producer for his new album, his first solo project, but he hadn't found one. And so at the time Quincy wasn't sure. And so Quincy, but he said Quincy, no, Quincy said he noticed his work ethic on this movie was like dude knew every everybody's lines he knew everybody's dance moves like he was like this is Michael being Michael first guy there first guy, you know last guy out so he's like I'll produce your album and that's when they got together and get off the wall and so like it was crazy just seeing all the things he's done shit this nigga still doing shit in his 80s right right he's still dude, he's still out here making moves he's in a, he had a stroke and a fucking heart attack cause he's a heavy drinker mm-hmm. so he had a stroke from that he got, came back from there almost <laughs> died was in a coma almost died came back from that um, and dude, he he still mentors um young artists, piano like guys that play like artists and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, he still mentors young artists and shit like that. He travels the world doing little philanthropy, um, philanthropy, philanthropy. Um, and shit like that. Um, in his eighties, dude, still doing shit. Right, still the, making When they moves. opened the um the Smithsonian, Smithsonian African American History Museum, he he organized the the show, the whole put the whole show together. Now, All that you, shit. You can't tell me that this man wouldn't put on earth to do some great like, things. Like, the dude is fucking, like, it's crazy because I never Jones knew. Jones is legend, and we're not I, just like, saying I, that. Dude has the resume of all fucking resumes. Like, nobody has that resume because he's touched so many different things. It don't make no damn sense. Like, it was crazy because I never knew he did all that shit. And it's just crazy. Like, dog, when he... Like we thought, like it was crazy when Aretha Franklin and them, but he touched so many different things. Dog. When he goes, it's oh. gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a whole month, right? Fuck, fuck we, Quincy Jones, you like, know, about Jones to be a whole did month. Everything, dog. Everything. Oh. Like, Quincy Jones, stronger crazy. than death, yo. Crazy. Like he worked with everybody. Like, like he's literally worked with everybody there is to work with. Like it was crazy. I didn't realize. I'm like, dude, I'm like, nigga, you did all this. Damn! Shit. Like I never knew all that shit. I'm like I knew you knew up to like the maybe seven, you know, seventies, eighties, and beyond. Right. I, I knew, knew I knew up to I say Tevin Campbell era, and then Secret Garden with nearly everybody. And on. That was that was later in his career. Like that was after Off the Wall and yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I knew up to that point. I didn't know about all this. Honestly. Right. I never knew anything be- before Michael Jackson really. Right. I didn't know anything before that. So when they start telling me he was doing movie scores and all the other shit that he movies and stuff, all that shit, I didn't know he produced Color Purple. Mm. I knew about the Wiz, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I he, he uh, yeah, Quincy Jones. I didn't know about was, the Color Purple. Uh, I didn't know he discovered. Right. Yeah, I didn't know he discovered Oprah. I know all that shit. Mm-hmm. But dude, like, dude's fucking resume is ridiculous. But Just... I highly recommend if you have not seen the Quincy um, documentary on Netflix, I highly recommend you watch it. It is amazing. It, it's a great thing to see history. Also, thing to see the things he went through. Like, dude, like, dude, he grew up in South South Chicago. Mm-hmm. His mom was schizophrenic, and they dragged her out the fucking house in a fucking straitjacket when he was seven years old. Yeah, that's sad to see. Right. So, right. And so, at that point, yeah. he still lived in Fort Myers, but his his mom kept. She would escape the fucking mental institution and come back, try to get back to them. But they thought she was trying to like they were afraid of her. So at some point, his dad moved him out to Seattle, Washington, at one point. But dude, like, just career is ridiculous. So yeah, yeah it's, like, it's ridiculous as well. Like, it's fucking crazy. So if you have not, like I said, again, if you haven't watched it, um, I, said, I got time do. this week. Shit. Please do. 
Um, with that being said, I'm out of shit to talk about. I don't really think I have anything else to say. You got anything you want to touch on? Anything you want to bring up? Any, uh, any thoughts you want to um, express to the world before we end this episode of the podcaster? Uh, well, Fearless Rebels is back with some uh, with some new hotness for you. We took a little break, try to reconfigure some things, and we uh, we about to put some put some stuff back out here. We got a new focus, new grind. New website uh, URL is now fearlessrebelmore.com. It's not fearlessrebels.com anymore. It's fearlessrebelmore.com. And yeah, go check us out. All right. Well, as always, you can always follow the podcast on Spotify, uh, well, iTunes. Follow the Follow the podcast on Instagram. On Instagram, yes. Podcast. Has also follow DWTK. me on Twitter at Pod on Facebook at Down to King Podcast. Um, you can also find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and motherfucking Spotify. And you're gonna see some visual stuff coming from us real soon. Uh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get there. Um, and please right. be please interact with us, right? Because this because this is just not us, you know, on Mike talking shit. We want we want to talk with y'all. You know we want to hear y'all opinions every once in a while. Exactly. You know we value your opinions. I, I, we I mean I don't, I don't, well maybe I don't, he I doesn't, but I do he, because he, he does. I won't lie. I I got I got an open mind on something. He has he's way more open minded than I am because if you say some stupid shit, I'm probably gonna call you on it. But with that being said, if I say hey, hey go on say some stupid shit, you call me on it too. Yep. I have no problem with that. Um, but with that being said, I am I am done. So this being said, uh, this is episode thirteen. 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 Wow, Donald this is King podcast. You're lucky um, right now. Right. I feel like I should go to Great Town right lucky now. Lucky number thirteen. Always been on black. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, we are signing off. I am Will K, the motherfucking King. I'm C Wade. And this is the Donald King podcast. See you niggas later. Bye.